So welcome everyone to the third episode of Tuesdays with Perry, where I team up with my conservative buddy down in Florida, Pensacola Perry. So we're going to go to the phone right now and get him on the line here. Hello. Perry, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Perry, how are you today? I'm great, Rudy. How are you doing? Doing very well. Thank you. So... Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, this Hill article. Uh, your governor, Ron DeSantis, says monkeypox concern overblown. Um, we are not doing fear. So this is your Republican governor and presidential hopeful, Ron DeSantis. Um, what do you think of uh, your governor weighing in on the monkeypox scare? Well, personally, I, I think the only thing he could have done to make it more clear would have been to say, why don't we just simply address the origins of how it made it to this country and what groups are most affected by this con- by this um, virus and what steps can be taken by the F- federal government, I should say, um, to, to halt the spread of this. What do I mean by that? You and I both know how it got to this country. We both know what specific social group is spreading it in this country. And we know what actions they are taking in order to spread it. I'm not saying they're doing it deliberately. I'm simply stating the behavior of this certain group, which currently will go nameless for the sake of this conversation. Their their behavior is what is spreading it within their own community. Are you saying this is a sexually transmitted disease? <gasps> did I say that? <laughs> yes, I did. Do you recall the Zika scare? I most certainly do. Yeah, uh, from South America, the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You shouldn't uh, you shouldn't have sex because Zika will deform your kids, and that. You also, uh, Zika was also a sexually transmitted disease. So um, that was the double whammy with that one. So um, monkeypox here is 6,000 cases out of a population of 350 million. Um, Are you worried about monkeypox down there in Florida, Perry? (laughs) Uh, That would be no. No. So um, your governor took a a right, uh, the, the right... Uh, stance on monkeypox as he did on COVID. Um, what else is going on with Governor DeSantis? Well, um, something that made statewide news this morning, it may not have made it outside the borders of Florida yet. Um, the, the governor, and rightfully so, fired a state attorney general in Hillsborough County, also known as Tampa, um, for failing to live up to his oath of office. What do I mean? Well, this individual, um, this officer of the court who works on behalf of we, the taxpayers, decided that he was not going to enforce state laws specific to but not limited to um, child 
sex reassignment surgeries, which by state law are illegal. And that was just one of the things this, oh, by the way, Soros backed, supported, and, and then thus elected state attorney was doing. And as a state attorney, or as a state attorney general, or for that matter, the attorney general of the United States, you don't get to pick and choose what laws you're going to enforce and protect the taxpayers and citizens of your state or the country on. Indeed. Your job yep. is to enforce the law. And you don't get to say no, right. because it's not something in your political wicked basket. Right. And the, and the Supreme Court usually dictates what the law is, or the interpretation of the law. Well, yes, but that's only if that particular law is challenged in court. Right, Ultimately, exactly. the Supreme Court, yeah. Yeah, well, I was yeah. just making I mean, a general statement there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, no one has challenged the righteousness of that law. Right. And therefore, it is on the books, and it's one that needs to be enforced. And if you don't want to do your job, then you don't have the job anymore. Right. And so he uh, he was fired this morning by Governor DeSantis, wow. rightfully so. That's great news. Thanks for thanks for bringing that to our attention. Hey, last week uh, you said something that that struck my curiosity. You said Trump um, being president for two more terms. Now I'm not familiar <laughs> with that uh, certain conspiracy <laughs> theory. Um, but what did you mean? What did you mean by that? Well, I'm so glad you you remembered that that uh, tidbit and uh, that you wanted to discuss it today because um, let's go to the 25th amendment. I'm sorry, it's not the 25th, I think it's the 26th. And I could have that wrong. I don't have my pocket constitution in front of me. Um, where, the United, where the president of the United States is limited after FDR, limited to two, air, using air quotes, consecutive close oh, quotes. Okay. Terms. Ah, hmm. Now, one could say, well, that's open to interpretation. That's correct. It is open to interpretation. And one thing uh, B.J. Clinton taught me 25 years ago was, and I'm using his exact words, and this has to do with when he was deposed by Special Prosecutor Ken Starr during uh, the Lewinsky matter. Um, he was questioned about his sexual dalliance with this young woman who was young enough to be his daughter. And he said, we didn't have sex. And Kenneth Starr said, well, what do you call it then, Mr. President? And he said, we were just fooling around. And he said, certainly, uh, Ken Starr said, but of course it was sex. And his response was, under oath. Mm -hmm. It's all depends on what the meaning of the word is is. So let's yeah. use that Clinton statement and Clintonism, apply it to right. that Clintonism, correct. And let's apply it to my argument with regard to Trump being able to have two more terms. Right. Okay. So let's let's fast forward to twenty twenty four. Let's skip all the um, peripheral issues that Pretense, have to have, yep. happen pretenses and let's just move to election night on 2024 and he once again wins a 
four-year term to the White House. The argument that's going to be made by the other side when he decides in 2026 to run for another four-year term, people are going to say, well, Mr. President, you are term limited out. He's going to say, that's not what the Constitution says. They're not consecutive. It, it says two consecutive four-year terms. That is going to be challenged. And if you take the words as written, he wins, yeah. constitutionally speaking. That so is, that's that is the interesting. reason why I say that. Yeah, interesting. Um, but the, the, woke, uh, the woke mob uh, won't take to that very lightly. And speaking of woke mob, we always see these videos of politicians dealing with woke people and, you know, they're sitting down trying to have dinner and they have to deal with these woke people filming them and doing a little agiprop, trying to agitate them into a response. Um, I heard that you just uh, bumped into some wokesters uh, when you were out to eat <laughs> recently with friends. Um and obviously you were having some conservative banter uh, with you and your friends at the dinner table or at the booth there. Um, and I guess the wokesters didn't like that. Uh, you want to tell me what happened there, Perry? Yeah, I, I, I would love to. As, as you set it up, that's exactly how it went. We, um, we were having dinner in a tall booth. So we're talking about you can't see anyone on either side of the booth, whether you're looking from one direction or the other. And therefore, I was completely, as was the rest of my dining uh, party, completely oblivious to whether or not there was someone sitting in the booth behind us. Right. During our conversation, our friends, by the way, are from Texas. So needless to say, they are red pill right. people. And, right. Um, also Vietnam veteran family. Right. Um, conservative by birth. Very, very conservative. Um, and and so we're talking amongst ourselves, and yet we're talking about politics and comparing our two governors and and blah, 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 blah. And right. all of a sudden, I feel this pounding that is being delivered to the midsection of my back from the other side of the booth. Ah. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's one of these little bratty three, four, five, six-year-olds. And mommy isn't correcting the bad behavior. So what? You know, let kids be kids. It doesn't stop. The more we, we converse regarding The louder politics, it gets. Yeah, it the sounds, louder it gets. It sounds yeah. familiar. <laughs> so ultimately, um, as we're nearing the end of our dinner, the people sitting on the other side of our booth slide out and it the one last person of that booth stays behind as the others vacate the room and she makes it a point to get on her phone talking to whoever it is she's talking to back home in new york city and to and you at the top of her lung and, and making sure you. that yep. everyone not just our table but anyone within the room right could hear what she was saying i am so sick and tired, and of course she was using profanity, but I'm gonna keep this going. Yeah. I am so sick and tired of these so-called um, conservatives. I hate these people. I can't stand it down here anymore. I can't wait 
to come back home to New York. At which point she's now walking around the corner of our booth and I start to loudly applaud. She walks past and right, exactly. And you know, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Have a nice trip home. And so um, within five seconds, she returns and looks at me and starts to go apoplectic on me. Yeah, yeah. One of the first things she says is, you're an idiot. I said, really? And, and, and what brought you to that conclusion? Because you voted and for Trump. Said, yep. You, you all voted idiots. for Trump. And, yep, that's all it took. And I said, that's right. I said, and just like Trump, I escaped New York. Why don't you take yourself and go right back there? You hate living down here so much. We don't want you here. Mm-hmm. Get out. And your melodrama. And, <laughs> yep. And, and so she had a few more words. And I said to her, are you done? Because I'm done here. I've already told you, you're not wanted here. You don't like being here. Go back home. We don't need you here. I escaped New York just like Trump did. And that's when she said, and he's an idiot too. And I said, well, certainly not nearly as bad as the one you replaced him with. And that that was the last thing she needed to hear. And off she walked in a stamper. Of course, of course. But but the point I want to make to this, um, besides the entertainment value of this conversation, this story, what I really want to point out to, to your, to your listeners is for the last 30, 40 years, we have allowed these leftists free reign to do, say anything they want to right. us and they've gotten away with it. Right. But they it's don't have going a, to take, but they don't have an argument. It's all melodrama and um, all this right. drama and, and no substance. You're an right. idiot. Trump's an idiot. Everyone's an idiot. Uh, yeah, okay. It's just they don't have an I, argument. Your policies suck. Socialism doesn't work. Um, all you, right. and, and these people have all this money, and they have to have somewhere to go in the wintertime. And so they go down to Florida, whether it's AOC or anybody else. Um you should keep them out. Well, actually, I'm a person who is very libertarian in my thinking when it comes to people being able to travel and go and see as they please. They're, they're welcome to come here. They're even welcome to share their political views with me. But don't you dare think you can get up in my face, call me names, call me and an I'm idiot. going to sit right. there and take that. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm going to go Trump on you. Right. And, and they're not used to that. They, they just simply don't know what to do when someone says, oh, really? And, and this is the point that I, I keep trying to make to other conservatives and libertarians. We have to take the bull by the horns here. If we want to take our country back, this is a fight. This is a war. A one-on-one, the, yep. the, the, yeah. And, and you, you don't win it. By simply saying, I heard you. You win it by defeating your opposition. And you don't have to do that necessarily with weapons of war. You can do that by using your mind. Or your pen. And the gift. Right. Or the pen. Yeah. Write an Mm -hmm. op-ed to the local paper. But if someone calls you an idiot, you have to stand up. And and don't forget that principle trumps money. Just because people walk around with a lot of drama and cash and everything... That doesn't mean they win. They're they're the right. lo- they're the losers. If you can live 
live by and stand on your principle, uh, that goes a lot way, a lot, a long way. And, um, and people should do that publicly stand up for not just yourself, but your principle and, and, and do it often. And it doesn't involve getting into a physical altercation or screaming or whatever, but you have to say, Hey, I'm a person of principle and yeah, I'm better than you because of that. And right. I will judge it on your morals and you can use your, uh, Overton, your Overton window morality and say, you know, there's nothing wrong with aborting a child at nine months. And, uh, and we'll see who wins in the end. As you, as Correct. you said, first off is that God's going to have the, the last laugh here. So That's Perry, right. Perry, I appreciate you coming again on the show, having another episode of Tuesdays with Perry and um, we'll see you next week. Look forward to it, Rudy. Have a great week and, and stay safe. Yeah, you too. Thanks, man. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow. 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 That was um, that was another interesting conversation with Pensacola Perry uh, from Florida, who um, sits is going to sit in with me uh, once a week now, once a week and. Um, that was really interesting conversation because it takes a local uh, in Florida to give us some insight about uh, their governor, Ron DeSantis, and what's going on with him. And we got a little uh, extra news uh, from that, uh, from Perry down there in Florida, and also talking about his, his experiences living in Florida. Apparently, this is where all the liberals uh, flee their states and vacation down in Florida. And he had a couple encounters with some New Yorkers there who didn't like his conservative conversation. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, well, I will see you tomorrow and um, we'll return next week with Tuesdays with Perry.